Episode 44, Denise Graziano. Welcome to Gut Plus Science. Analytics about people. Insights for executives. Truth you can act on. A high-energy, fast-paced, results-oriented exchange featuring employee engagement evangelist and CEO, your host, Nikki Llewellyn. It's Nikki and we're back on Gut Plus Science. We are navigating our way across the country to find the passionate experts that work alongside company leaders to drive employee engagement. Today, we are tapping into the state of Connecticut, where this CEO and change agent calls home. Denise Graziano is the CEO of Graziano Associates, an organization that helps companies to vitalize their workforce and build brand ambassadors from within. Denise recently authored an Amazon bestseller, Talent is a Team Sport, which gives leaders a unique perspective and an actionable approach to confront the talent challenges facing companies today. I'm excited to have her on the show today, and we'll dive right in to hear her thoughts on how to build an organization that thrives because of engaged employees and engaged customers. Are you still using Pulse surveys? How about annual questionnaires? If your organization relies on either of these, it's time to discover Amplify. Amplify has created a new way to measure employee engagement. It's where CEOs who want to know what's really happening within a workforce go to get honest feedback and to understand what needs to change for people to love their work. Companies that have used Amplify have increased productivity by as much as 30% in just three months. Best of all, it's not just data that Amplify provides. Executives get hands-on coaching with engagement specialists, people who know exactly what to do with the data. To see their latest research on employee engagement, visit Amplify.com. All right, Denise, welcome to Gut Plus Science. Let's get to it. I know you're really passionate about talent and helping leaders see things differently, so I'm sure that that has to frustrate you when you're working alongside leaders that don't see and aren't embracing the changes of today. Like, What do you do to help change that mindset? Well, I think it's critical for leaders to understand that the climate has changed and this is not, any of these talent issues are not a human resources issue. Talent challenges today require a strategic 360 degree approach, which means all of the talented leaders who already know the company so well to put their strategic eye on this with HR leading the way and then to tailor the best talent solutions for them. But it has to be a team effort. This is not something that doing more of the old methods are going to solve. All right. I want to break down a couple of these things. One is this 360 degree approach. And then I want to talk about this topic around HR leads the way. So 360 degree approach. Can you explain that? I recommend actually that all companies should start with a collaboration core of the CEO, CFO, the CHRO, and the chief communications officer, because any successful initiative hinges on clear, consistent communication. And then as it applies to the specific company, bring in the domains that make sense. For example, you must market to employees, prospective employees with the same creativity and proactive methods that you use to gain customers. And to do that, you need to bring in the marketing department, the technology department. This is not HR's role to become masters of employee marketing and video, engagement communications, legal compliance, uh, educational training. It is a collaborative effort in today's workplace climate. The same way that companies go after customers, they have to go after top talent. I love that. So cross-departmental integration and collaboration, that just 
sounds energetic. I love it. So let's talk about HR leads the way. On this show, we advocate a lot for HRs having a seat at the executive table and really bringing strategic way of thinking to change the game on talent. Talk about what do you mean by HR leads the way? HR has their unique vantage point of knowing all things human capital in an organization. But HR, I think, needs to embrace the role of being strategic because too many times they get mired in the day-to-day monstrous transactional aspects of HR and they forget to take that strategic eye to this is where we're losing people. Why is that happening? You need to, you know, find out, dig a little deeper to find out why we're losing people in this area. And they are the ones who have this insight and knowledge and they have to look at it in a very strategic way. But most importantly, they need to tie this to ROI because that is what matters to the leaders. Absolutely. So Denise, old school ways don't work anymore. And I think that there's a number of companies and leaders that are banging their head up against the wall and super frustrated because they're doing a lot, but it's not working. And I'd love for you to give some examples of the old ways that we recruited or retained people that don't work today, but many of us might be still doing them. Here's an example of recruiting processes. My colleague Peter had this dream candidate in mind to lead their sales team. The timing was finally right. He made an offer. There was a counter offer. It was all teed up and ready to close. But then it got stalled in accounting and a competitor swooped in and picked up this ideal talent. And they're is no way of measuring with a, a hire of this caliber how much revenue they lost to a competitor because their recruiting methods were sluggish and outdated. There has to be a flow and an immediacy to recruiting and hiring for all levels of your team. So what about on the retention side? Any specific tactics or strategies that you see are still happening a lot, but they're really not working? Well, a couple of things. One is that when companies are they're, they, when they don't ask for feedback from their employees, they put themselves at risk because things grow faster and they become a much larger problem, which is something I know that we might talk about in a few minutes. But another example of retention is that methods of retention get stale because of, well, we've always done it that way approach. We hear this a lot and companies will find that their employee participation rates are declining and you have to reinvigorate these programs, any kind of retention efforts around your employees as their profile changes. There are so many different people and personalities in companies today. You cannot apply a one-size-fits-all approach. So let's go down this feedback path. So feedback is crucial. Why do you think companies don't ask for feedback or have a system for it? I think there are a couple of reasons. One is that they really don't want to know because they don't want to know the answers because what we hear a lot from readers is that it's this big cumbersome thing. Again, this is the way we've always done it, this big cumbersome annual survey or God forbid in every other year annual survey. And then nobody wants to do it. It's too long. By the time they get through it, things are getting worse. And by the time, if they take any, make any changes, it is just far too damaging to the company. So companies need to do this in a more, again, fluid, there's got to be a flow and an immediacy to the communication you have with your people. Yeah, absolutely. What about, you know, when it comes to companies or leaders choosing not to give feedback or or ask for feedback from their employees, 
What about the whole outcome of the survey or the feedback and the work that they have to do? Do you see that a lot where they're saying, I don't even know what we would do with this, or we're not going to have enough time to be able to act on this? Does that come up? Yes, because they look at it. Here's a couple of issues with that. First of all, they look at the, the data or the information and they don't know exactly what to do with it because they don't know how to pinpoint what the actual problem is. You might have things come up and, a, you know, a big, terrible red flag is trust and communication. And I always tell companies that trust and communication issues do not happen overnight. They happen over time and they take time to repair. But if you don't know how to approach it, it's not going to get better. In fact, it'll get worse. Absolutely. So Denise, I know your firm, Graziano and Associates, you have a big emphasis on customer and employee retention or engagement. You look at that as something that is very well aligned. They go hand in hand. How do you see customer and employee retention or engagement intersecting? Can you expand on your thoughts around that? Sure. We are unique in as marketing communications companies go because we always have had this 360 degree relationship view because we know how critically the employee and the customer engagement intertwine to drive revenue, retention, and loyalty. So I always say that brand ambassadorship begins on the inside of a company. When you've got employees that love their work, customers know it. And it's really critical to make sure that you are paying attention to the pain points of the customer because it usually leads to something on the inside that can be easily corrected if only you paid attention to it. Can you give an example or two of how engaged employees affect the customer experience? When people enjoy their jobs, they believe in the mission of the company, they are more likely to do over above and beyond. Uh, there's data from Temkin and others that support that people are five times more likely to stay late at work if they believe in the vision of the company and they are engaged. There's so much productivity that improves when people are engaged. What does that mean? It means that customers are getting better treatment. If you have employees that don't care about their work, they're going to be clocking out at five o'clock or 4.55 and the customers are not getting the service that they need. The biggest thing I will add to that is that in today's day and age, the voice of the customer changed how companies behave because the customers had this voice through social media and they were able to tell everybody if they were not happy. The same thing has happened with employees now with employer review sites and their ability to voice their opinion. But it's too visible for companies to ignore on the inside and the outside. Totally agree with you. So let's take this conversation towards review or rating platforms. How should we think about online review sites like Glassdoor? Like how much emphasis do we put on platforms like this? You know, when I was writing my book, Talent is a Team Sport, I interviewed top CEOs from around the country. And the ones that had primarily positive reviews about their companies were the ones that periodically took time to look and see what was being said about them. And then I've worked with other CEOs and CHROs who were absolutely horrified to find out that their companies were being described in horrific, horrific ways, like a dumpster fire in public. So it's important for companies to look at these and see them as a roadmap to change. 
And could you break down a few suggestions when it comes to the tasks that we should put on our list around using tools like Glassdoor, you know, from a proactive effort, what, what should we be doing from a reactive effort? What should we be doing? Thoughts there? I think that it should be a regular practice to look at the reviews and again, see them as a roadmap to change. If you are seeing particular office that is having a lot of comments about it, there's a reason. And, you know, for, for people that say, oh, well, those are just a bunch of haters that are making comments. There is going to be that whether you're looking at something on Amazon or on Yelp or Google, you can see through that. But when there's a pattern or a high number that indicates a problem. So that's what I advocate for companies to do is look for those patterns and then seek ways to take action to make corrective steps with response to if you see the reviews, what do you do? You, you can't ignore them because they fester and grow and can repel qualified candidates who want to apply for jobs. So you have to respond authentically. Responding authentically is not, well, I'm sorry you feel that way because all that does is annoy people and it comes across as disingenuous. Absolutely. So what does that look like? Let's say that just a really grouchy comment shows up on our Glassdoor, uh, another review site. What does that response look like rather than, I'm sorry, you feel that way? Well, again, if it's something that pertains to a pattern, especially versus somebody who's just a very disgruntled hater, if you want to put them in that category, I think that you should say something like, thank you for bringing this to our attention. We are going to look into this further. And if you would like to reach out and speak with us about it, we'd love your feedback to get more specifics. Okay, great. Asking them for their input on how to how to make a change. And then what about on the positive side? So how can we use our positive feedback to help us in the recruiting process? The positive comments, they are a goldmine of information that companies should proactively use as recruiting tools. You know, it's funny when people compliment us about a lot of things, whether it's a personal feature, you know, or something about your company, you hear from people things that you wouldn't have expected to hear. And I think that some of the things that are revealed in positive comments, companies can really use to their advantage as a differentiator. That's great. And what about from a proactive effort? Do we, as HR leaders, reach out to employees and encourage them to give feedback? No, I really don't think that that should be something that companies encourage. I think that should be an organic thing because it keeps it in integrity. I think that they should seek feedback. And that's what I'm saying publicly. I think they should actively seek agile, current information from their people internally all the time. That's how you keep things going in a positive manner. Absolutely. I'm going to ask you a question about all the time. What does that look like? On a regular basis. Again, when I talked about before these people who, companies who do annual surveys, that's just far too long between asking. Something that's more fluid, regularly, quarterly, uh, something that is agile and can also ask people things that don't make them think like they're being interrogated, that you're asking them things for their feedback. And for companies that say, well, nobody gives authentic responses because they think they're being followed, I say the more frequently you do it, the more natural a conversation it becomes. That's a great point. So Denise, what is the game changer today? Like what do companies who are excelling do differently consistently? They're the ones who are having an active conversation with their employees. Because that 
shows a couple of things. It shows trusting them enough to ask for their feedback. You know, people, company leadership asks for employees to trust them. Well, that's a two-way street. And I think leaders need to have enough trust to ask for honest feedback. And if things are not going well, they need to do something about it. This is something that some companies do very well in a variety of ways of asking. It could be through surveys. It could be doing town halls in their offices. It could be other ways of keeping open lines of communication. But that's key in today's workplace climate. Denise, thank you so much for sharing your insights today. We're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor message and then come back to learn a little bit more about the personal side of you, Denise Graziano, with what we call our lightning round. We'll be right back. Custom Concrete has been creating foundations for the finest homes, commercial buildings, and industrial facilities throughout central Indiana since 1969. Builders, contractors, and homeowners rely on our expertise because so much depends on getting it right. Our knowledge and control of all aspects of the job, from excavation to waterproofing to backfill, means that extra value is built into every project. Codes don't drive our business. Excellence does. See the difference at customconcrete.com. All right, Denise, welcome back to Gut Plus Science. So we want to get to know you a little bit more. And I know these these questions can sometimes be a little tough because I'm asking you to pick one thing. But if you could pick out to share a favorite book or one that you would recommend to our listeners today, what would it be? Well, I'll tell you, I tend to like, when I'm not reading a workbook, I tend to read motivational books. So I think that if I just had to make a comment, things that make you look at life a little differently and kind of lifts you up and feeds that side of your soul. I think that that's helpful, especially to busy leaders. And what book would you recommend? Right now, actually, I am reading uh, Joel Osteen's latest book, but I think that anything that is uh, is uplifting in a manner to, that appeals to you. Yeah. Awesome. And how about a favorite vacation spot? You know, I honestly love to go to Florida, different parts of Florida, because it's just so easy to get to from where I live. And it's an easy vacation and the climate is a big change from where I am in Connecticut. Awesome. And then how about a favorite hobby when you're not working? I'm an athlete. So anything that is athletic, doing something outdoors, I enjoy. And then Denise, how can our listeners connect with you after the show today? You can reach us at GrazianoAsos.com. You can reach me directly via Twitter at GrazianoAsos or Denise at GrazianoAsos.com. Denise, such great insights. Thank you for sharing. Let me summarize some actionable next steps in our truth you can act on section. And I encourage you as listeners to take at least one of these things back, try something new or share it with a colleague. Number one, take a 360 degree approach, cross departmental integration and collaboration from every angle of employee and customer experience. Think about this. How are you doing? And give it a good reflection. Number two, employee feedback is crucial. Be brave enough to ask for feedback and do it on an agile cadence. We recommend quarterly, like uh, like Denise had shared, and we recommend consistently taking action on the data. Number three, take review sites seriously and interact human to human. No matter what the comment, take the high road in your response, always respond. So until next week, guys, we'll see you on Gut Plus Science. We just left the world a little bit better. Now go do something with it.